Hey guys, welcome back to my art and self-improvement podcast. I'm Katie and I'm a life coach and artist. I'm a life coach for artists. I help artists stop procrastinating on their art so that they can get paid doing what they love. I struggle with anxiety, depression, self-loathing, and so much self-sabotaging behaviors. And this is my weekly update of how I'm improving my mindset and my life one podcast at a time. Yo, what's up guys? Happy New Year's! It's 2020 and guess what? I already failed my impossible goal (laughs) of following my calendar perfectly in 2020. Yeah, so I'm going through a bunch of stuff when it comes to, you know, like I guess my planning and tasks and all that stuff. Um, But, you know, luckily I know that beating myself up and all that kind of stuff has no use not none of like nothing like that is really going on at all which is great I'm just like all about solving the problem and figuring out the problem um which obviously has something to do with my thinking somewhere and um which I'm going to be talking about in this episode and so yeah that's really nice like I I'm just bypassing all of that part that we like to do where we judge ourselves, tell ourselves that we're failures or lazy and all that kind of stuff. Like luckily not struggling with any of that right now, just kind of looking at like, okay, hmm, what's going on here? Like, why is this such, why has like my procrastination been really, really um, just like itchy lately? So something that I have been struggling with, like this one is just like a big thing or maybe this is a lifelong thing I'm not sure but I feel like for a a long time I've always I've been struggling with like stepping into my power this is what like a lot of people um, a lot of the coach coach people kind of talk about where you really like um, I guess is are confident in yourself or um, just like really realize how powerful you are all that kind of stuff um And it's something that, like, I remember being coached on a lot is, like, like, you know, you should be confident, pretty much. (laughs) Um, Like, you you have all the ingredients to be if you want it to be. And everyone does, right? Like, because amazingly, confidence and power is a feeling that is created by your thinking. So I remember I would, you know, I would think things like, oh, when will I finally be confident? Or like, am I ever going to like solve this problem? I feel like, I feel like this always comes up. I feel like this is always what holds me back. Is that like, um, I have so many of the ingredients to succeed, but like, it's always my like way of thinking about myself that like keeps me small, that like gets in my own way. And recently, Um, this showed up again for me most recently when I was coaching somebody who had way more experience than me. Um, that was really, really tough and really, really scary. And I was really, really nervous. So I really didn't do my best work. I didn't really do my best coaching. And it was my first time coaching somebody who, yeah, who has way more experience than me, um, somebody that I like looked up to, was intimidated by, right, because of their history. Um, and like, I know I'm a really good coach, but when I'm nervous and I have all these thoughts and I'm not present and stuff like that, then like, right, like obviously, right, just like with anything, with art, with, with I don't know, public speaking, whatever, like it, it like clouds, it really clouds like my skill. So 
like once again, I didn't step into my power and I started to beat myself up. I started asking myself the questions again of like, when am I ever going to step into my power? Like, when is this not going to be a problem anymore? When, it, when am I finally just going to like think I'm really good at something, right? All that kind of stuff. But even though funnily enough, like it wasn't my best work, but we still got somewhere at the end of the call. And she, you know, had like a not an epiphany, but at least she had like, she, she had way more awareness of her brain and the way her brain was working and the way that, um, uh, she was thinking about something that wasn't serving her. So, um, yeah. And then my brain also kind of went back, you know, while I was like beating myself up and being like, when am I gonna step into my power? Um, it like brought back, you know, memories of the festival. If you guys, heard episode 57, secret The Secret to Social Anxiety. Um, I talked about my experience at this festival that I went to where I was in the presence <laughs> of somebody who I thought was way out of my league, right? Like totally out of my league. And I, and I was remembering the memory of this and thinking again, like, see, like you didn't step into your power in that occasion as well like you kept thinking like you kept putting yourself in like a, a lower position and and thinking that like there's absolutely no way that somebody like this could like um be interested in me all that kind of stuff right like that's that I was kind of like I guess just like replaying a memory and being like look here's another place that you should have stepped into your power and praise almighty and um like thank the lord like i just i cannot stress enough how thankful i am for the breakthrough in that episode because i remembered about how i actually can like i can choose and i can love any of my insecurities i i like can like them Actually, they, they aren't just in like insecurities aren't inherently bad, right? Like, like not stepping into my power is not a bad thing. I actually, it actually can be something that I love about myself. Um, if you want to know more about this breakthrough, about how this like came about, please listen to that episode and listen to the end because it's, it's like one of the most powerful breakthroughs I think I've ever had, um, where I can actually like my insecurities, like it's freaking wild. So I was really thinking about like, wait a second, like for example, in the festival, like why could that be a good thing? Like, what is it about that quality of like feeling all timid and like not being able to believe that somebody out of my league is like interested in me and all that stuff? Like, why is that a good thing? Why, what is it like, what do I, yeah, why is that a good thing? So I really thought about it and I was like, well, I would have, I would like really appreciate him then. Like I would really, really, really appreciate his presence and his company because of that line of thinking. Like I wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, whatever. Like, like guys like this, like fawn over me all the time. Right. Like I would have been like really enamored and really like, wow, like really, really appreciative, you know? And I would have like, I feel like I would have opened up and connected and just like, and like, be like, wow, <laughs> this is so cool, you know, like, this doesn't happen to me often, and like, really, really appreciate this moment, and like, when I think back on the way I was acting, because I was so ashamed of that, 
because I was so ashamed that I wasn't confident, it was like I I was trying to pretend that I didn't care he was there. I was trying to pretend that like I didn't care if he left or not or whatever. Like I I like was trying to seem like cool, you know, like too cool for school. Like his presence doesn't really phase me, even though I was like screaming internally. So once again, it's like it's like two movies played in my head, right? Like two different movies played in my head. Like I saw how differently I would have acted um, and how much I would have opened and how much I would have like relaxed if I had just changed a single thought, right? Which is like that like it's totally awesome that I wasn't like, quote unquote, stepping into my power that I wasn't used to or what like that I was like, like so surprised that somebody out of my league um, uh, would be like wanting to hang out with me. And it's just so fascinating. It's so fascinating that like when I accept myself, I accept others, right? Like when I accept everything about me and I accept all the things that I at first was rejecting, like I bring other people in. I bring other people closer. Um, it's it's so, so fascinating. And when I reject myself, I reject other people, right? I reject, I close off, I protect myself. And so I keep other people at arm's length. So while working on my struggles around procrastination and planning and um, and from the last episode, if you listened, like I was talking really about like, being in a rush for a happiness somewhere else, um, which I know is like the biggest cause of why I'm really struggling with procrastination is like I'm really in a rush to like be somewhere else. I made this connection. Okay, so if when I accept myself exactly where I am, insecurities and all, it allows me to like accept others and bring other people closer. I think this is true for everything that we want. Well, I know it's true because I've heard this concept time and time and time again, but I'm hearing it and understanding it in this other way. So I thought about like what happens then, like, cause you know, if I reject myself, I reject others. I reject the thing that I actually want, which is connection. Um, when I reject myself. So I thought about what happens when I, if I reject my present, if I reject my current surroundings. So when I reject my present, I reject my future. I push it further away. So I thought about how I act when I reject my present, when I reject where I am currently, when I reject the situation that I'm currently in. um, And when I reject where I am, I am in a total rush, right? And I want to, like, I, I think it's better somebody somewhere else and I want to feel better, so I'm in a total rush to be somewhere else. And that, like, desire to feel better because I, I'm not happy where I am, I procrastinate, I'm on social media a lot, I'm, like, really just not following my calendar, right? Like, I'm really, really down rabbit holes. And so... Then the opposite, like if I really loved where I was, if I wasn't in a rush to anywhere, I really believe that that is then how we attract more things that we love, right? Like that's kind of the theory. And so because, and so I thought about it, like how would, how would I act 
if I really, really liked where I am now, if I really, really liked it, like, because right now when I'm, um, when I'm rejecting where I am, I'm like going in the seesaw back and forth of like overloading my schedule, which has been really clear in the last, last couple weeks since getting back from the festival, like, you know, taking on way too many client work and, and, um, uh, freelance work and stuff like that. And then not properly following my calendar. Like I overload my schedule. I'm less aware. Um, uh, and then on the opposite side of it, I'm also really procrastinating like crazy and like not getting enough sleep. So it's like this seesaw of that. But if I really liked where I am now and I'm not in a rush, then I would not overload my schedule. Everything, you know, and everything that I do is because I want to, not because I have to, right? It's like, it's like this shift of um, the way I approach everything that I do. So, so I really like, I'm like, okay, okay, that sounds awesome. Like I, wait a second, like I'm not in like, like I'm not on a treadmill, like nothing's chasing me, nothing's like, nothing, you know, like it's like a really weird feeling like, wait a second, so I I could like not kill myself <laughs> pretty much. So I've been thinking about like, okay, wait, so how can I choose where I am right now? How can I love exactly where I am right now? Like, how can I choose to be here instead Instead of traveling and looking for a boyfriend, right? Like um, going to Bali or wherever. Like how how can I choose my situation currently? Um, I just coached a client on this similar thing in her life where she currently is living at her parents' house. Um, her boyfriend is, you know, living with his dad in a tiny apartment. So they don't really have a lot of private space. Um, and yeah, so she doesn't really have her own apartment anymore. She doesn't have her own like space, her own house. And she's been really struggling with thoughts of like, you know, I don't have my shit together at this age. I should have been able to afford a place by now, all this kind of stuff. And I like, you know, with the, with the way we were coaching on it, I was really asking her like, what do you, what, do, what is the opportunity that you get in this situation right now? Like, what would, what do you get here that you wouldn't get if you had your own apartment, if you had that luxury? And pretty much what we kind of came to the conclusion is, is that like, she at that moment thought that groundedness, the feeling of grounded came from having her own apartment. But this opportunity of not having her own apartment it's going to give her the opportunity of learning how to create groundedness from within, right? Like she gets to practice and figure out how to feel grounded without being dependent on having like an apartment or having her own space. How can she create this like environment of feeling really grounded, feeling really like safe in her body, like, um, having a lot of her own me time, right? Like a lot of quality time with herself, even though she is, you know, sharing a roof with her family and she doesn't have, you know, all this private space with her, um, significant other. She's going to have, she's going to learn how to do that. She's going to learn how to like protect her space, protect her time so that she has, um, and protect her emotions, right? And, and if she had her own place, then she's, 
not going to be able to really learn that if she thinks that groundedness comes from her environment, if groundedness comes from her apartment. And also, like, you know, in the future, there's going to be occasions where, um, um, where situations are going to happen to her um, and it's going to throw her off, right? It's going to throw off her juju, her feelings, her energy, her vibe. And she's going to feel not grounded even though she has an apartment, right? Even though she has her own space. But because of this opportunity that she has right now to create groundedness from within, she will have the skill in the future to create groundedness, right? Even though she has an apartment, even though she has her own place. Like it's a, it's a meta skill, right? It's not, um, groundedness doesn't come from our environment. So my situation right now is that I'm currently living um, at my dad's house in Indonesia. And right now, like, um, I've talked about, like, my relationship with my dad here. It's improved a lot, a lot, a lot over the years. But it's still not, like, perfect or it's still not the best. Like, I would say that usually what's happening is that I have my own almost kind of, like, little guest house, like, apartment kind of section in the house. And I really am in my room most of the time. Um, you know, my, I, I used to say that like my dad and I don't have a lot in common. Um, there's a lot that like we don't get along with or something like that. And really it's like, it's almost like, it's like three and then there's my stepmom and my dad. And it's almost like we live three separate lives, right? Like it's pretty disconnected. Like we're civil and it's fine and it's it's totally all right, but it's a pretty like, yeah. And then we have dinners once in a while, but that's really it. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm like excited to be here, right? Like I'm, um, oh, and also I live like about an hour away from the city. So I'm not near my friends. Um, we're pretty far away. We're pretty in the outskirts, right? And so like, there's not a whole lot to do here. So yeah, a lot of the time I'm spent working in my room or spending time in my room, or when I do get the chance to go to the city, I'll take it. Like I'll almost like every other weekend or so I would go to the city. So I was really thinking about it. Like, wow, I need to like apply this to myself, right? Like how, can I choose where I am right now? How can I choose the situation? What is it? I know my brain, what my brain wants is to like leave, move to Bali, have this other, live in somewhere, live somewhere way more glamorous with, with all sorts of other people, um, meet a lots, lots of other people, find, find a relationship, all that stuff. Right. But like, what is it about this place that I would choose over, over traveling or over Bali? And I thought about my dad and really I guess like the opportunity that I get now is that I get the opportunity to create a really, really loving environment. Like I get this opportunity to make this really, really amazing, not changing, right? Not changing and not changing anything really outside of like where I live and stuff, but like I can make this as like loving and as connected with my dad and my stepmom as much as possible. And I was thinking like, whoa, okay, if I can create a super loving environment here, like damn, I could do it anywhere. I could do it in any situation. 
I could do it at work. I could do it in my future relationships. I could do it in any, I could bring it to my future family, right? It would, and it would be me that created it. I wouldn't say that my upbringing was the most quote unquote loving. Like, of course there it was, but it was very chaotic. And there was a lot of like stuff that I wouldn't want to repeat, right? In a future family. Um, So it almost feels like kind of like a challenge or an interesting project or an interesting thing where I would want to create that environment when I'm here, um, improve my relationship with my dad even more and like really, really appreciate his company. One of the big reasons that I moved back in with my dad is because he's been needing quite a lot of help um, just with day-to-day stuff because I know that his his memory is going. He's, seven, eight, he's 78 years old um, and I know that his mental stuff whatever it is, it's, it's deteriorating. Um, I don't know if he has Alzheimer's, um, if it's early Alzheimer's or anything like that. Um, there's no diagnosis, but I know that like, it's, it's clear that there are changes in his brain. And so it almost feels like it's the best opportunity to do that. Like while he's still as lucid as possible is to have you know, is to work on that as much as possible and, and appreciate where I am right now and appreciate his company and appreciate my family. Um, yeah, as much, as much as I can. And so as soon as I was thinking about like all the reasons why I would choose to stay, just all the shame around like living with parents and all that kind of stuff, like just totally melted off because I choose to be here, right? For that reason. And if the idea of like having like a really, really awesome relationship with my dad, which, you know, a lot of it is out of my control, right? It's, 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 or I mean like the way it looks is maybe out of my control, but the way I think about it is totally within my control. Like our relationship with people is just like our thoughts about them. And so I want to, I would love to be able to have like as, um, as like as amazing of a relationship I possibly could have in this in this time um, while I have this opportunity. So I have this thought that like, wow, I think I will be ready to leave the moment that I don't want to leave. Like that I've created an environment that I love so much here that I don't want to leave is when, yeah, is when I know that like, okay, it's, it's maybe time for me to go somewhere else. I don't know. But yeah, before I go anywhere, before I pursue a relationship, before whatever, like I am going to make where I am now the absolute best that it can be. So then I'm not in a rush. I am not needing to escape my current reality with like, um, you know, my phone or Instagram or TikTok or all that kind of stuff, right? Like, I want to be so jazzed and excited about where I am right now, um, about my life right now, about the relationships that I have right now before I think that like any, any other place in the world or any other relationship in the world is going to bring me more fulfillment. So yeah, I'm excited. Um, 
this is really cool. Like, this is really, really cool. I am, I had a conversation with my dad like yesterday, um, suggesting that maybe we go on a family trip, which, you know, this might not seem like a big deal to some people, but I, at least like since middle school, I would dread family trips. I hated going anywhere with my dad and like, just didn't enjoy any of it. Um, uh, yeah, I just didn't, I just didn't want to. And I have never, you know, ever since like after high school, never, ever went on a trip with my dad or anything like that. Um, I really want to work on this relationship. And then, um, I'm thinking of other ways that we could spend quality time together, which would be, I'm thinking I might buy some board games and he really loves to hike. Um, he likes going up mountains and stuff. So I'm going to, so I'm going to go along with him and, um, you know, spend Saturdays hiking somewhere. I think that would be really, really awesome. And I'm really excited about that. So I guess my takeaway or like the thing that I'm trying to like, um, share is that like, this goes for any of you guys that have, you know, situations currently right now that maybe you don't like, like a lot of people hate their jobs, right? A lot of people hate their living situation or just any, any ideal. And even Brooke, my mentor, she talks about how like, she really, really recommends that you learn to love a relationship before you leave the relationship. Because you can love somebody and still decide to leave them, right? You can love a job and decide to leave it. You can love where you are and decide to leave it. And it's just because you want to, not because like, you have to. But then what happens is you have the skill of learning how to love things. Um, and yeah, and it's, and then, and you attract more, right? Like, um, what you put out is what you, what you get more of. So like, I highly, highly recommend, like, think about the job that you have or the living situation that you have or the relationships that you have. And think about like, how can you love this how can you choose to love this? Like, what do you get out of this? For example, um, like, for example, imagine like the train, like the, like if you live somewhere and the train is always late or the train is just really unreliable, right? It's like, it's late, like four out of 10 times it's late. How can you love that? I know, but really think about it. Like, what do you get in this situation? Like, what is it that you, how can you benefit from this? And like one idea that I have just at the top of my head is like, you get to learn how to not like be so annoyed at things, right? Like you get the skill of learning of um, like choosing positivity if you want to. Like this is an opportunity to choose positivity if you wanted to, if you wanted to be that kind of person. If you don't, there's nothing wrong with that. Just saying nothing wrong with that, right? There's no harm really, right? Um, to be annoyed by the train. Um, uh, but like, if like, if that's a skill that you want to learn, right. Is like to, to, to choose your emotions, then like, that's an opportunity. For example, that's just, that's just something I came up with, but yes, I highly, highly recommend like, cause a lot of us don't always have the luxury of just like choosing, you know, cause some of these things that we, we just can't change right now. Right. Like, um, our jobs, our living situation and stuff like, um, 
sometimes we don't have control over that right now. We either need the money or something like that, right? Um, so it's like, while we have it, why hurt ourselves with all the pain? Why not choose to love it in this situation, in this moment, figure out a way to love it and, and like reap the benefits of liking it, right? Um, you become an excellent employee or you end up making your living situation like really awesome. Like you really like it here. Um, yeah. Okay. So so that's my message for today and I can already feel or like see how it could really help me shift my energy of like just not feeling like I'm on a freaking treadmill pretty much um, like a really high speed treadmill. So I hope that was useful. I hope that was um, informative and you got stuff out of it. If you are struggling with this, like if you're really finding yourself like not able to make that switch not able to figure out how you can like something um, because, you know, liking things is actually a choice. Um, DM me for a consult call or there's a calendar in my, um, in my like link in the link in the description of this podcast where you can book a call. Okay, guys, thanks so much for listening. Bye.